0: Yeah, I'd like to place an order. Uh, what would you like? Yeah, I'd like uh, three orders of garlic chicken. And then? And then three orders of white rice. And then? And then? Oh, hey, you guys want soup? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, three orders of uh, wonton soup. And then? Oh, uh, some fortune cookies, too. And then? Uh, gosh, I think that's about it. And then? No, that's it. And then? No, and then! I... I... that's... that's all I want. And then? (laughs) And then... and then I'm... and then I'm... then nothing else because I'm done ordering, okay? And then? Uh, uh, no, no. See, all all I want is the three orders of the garlic chicken and the three orders of the white rice. And then? And the soup, dude. Oh, and... and the wonton soup. And then? And a cookie's fortune. Hey. And the and the fortune cookies, yeah. So it's just the uh, it's the the chicken, the rice, the soup, and the fortune cookies, and that's it. And then. <laughs> and then uh you can put it in a brown paper bag and come put it in my hand because I'm ready to eat. And then. I, I refuse to play your Chinese food mind games. And then. No! No and then AND THEN NO AND THEN AND THEN NO AND THEN AND THEN NO AND THEN no AND THEN NO AND THEN NO NO AND THEN AND THEN, then you're gonna start pissing me off, lady okay. And then <laughs> I'm gonna come in there and I'm gonna put my foot in your ass if you say AND THEN AGAIN AND THEN AND THEN AND THEN AND THEN AND THEN AND THEN
1: Fantastic song!
2: Come on, what's the name of that song? <laughs> Yellow panties. <laughs> that, that you knew that one before 366 tunes, right? No, no, no! I didn't. know Did that you song. discover that as part of? 366? Yeah, I did. Damn. Yeah. Damn, I hadn't heard that before. What a project!
1: Oh yeah, it's been it's been it's it's revealed itself. There's so much electro funk and hip hop.
2: How many are you in now? Uh, 180. I think so you're really halfway through. Almost halfway through. We yeah. might have to do something. We're going to do a review at some point.
1: Oh yeah, we'll have to go through that because there is some garbage. But it's I, I I would like to maybe maybe as I'm thinking maybe as we get further down, do like I'll maybe I'll rank all the I'll, I'll rank my top ten or something and just go like here's here's the best finds.
2: So after, marketing
1: okay. hashtag marketing.
2: So after a week of nonstop twenty fifth anniversary celebrations.
1: Yes, I am so fucking exhausted
2: from all the interviews. Yes, and banquets oh, and parties.
1: God. It was awful. It was great, but awful. It was taxing. Welcome, though, to episode uh, twenty-six. Yeah, of the mezzanine sleepover.
2: I am Slip at Slip with five eyes, the most hated Jets fan on Twitter. Yes, you my sure new are. hashtag brand.
1: Yes, you and are. You are a brand master. I am. I'm at megamix.com. I have a blog called megamix.com.wordpress.com. So go check that out. Where you
2: talk about all your mix days. It just you... has mixes.
1: It's straight up mixes. It's huh? That's it. Hey, Mix Monday's coming up. I'm going to hope to maybe do, highlight a mix coming up.
2: Were you sad that, uh, Tapely got taken down?
1: Uh, you know what? I wasn't. It was a good opportunity to move everything over into a kind of a blog format because I'd done it once before on Blogspot, like years ago, and it was terrible. And This time I kind of just did it right. And, uh, and I like it. It's, 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 WordPress is a pretty good platform. I'm, uh, you know, like a web developer kind of person, and I just I used to think I that those kind of things were kind of below me, which is ridiculous. But it was good. Uh, I I you can you can go to that uh, that site and peruse through some terrible mixes. Oh my god, that's for another podcast because there are some terrible mixes. And as we did when we did our countdown a few weeks ago of the top fifteen, uh, or was it the um... top fifteen of fifteen? 2015, no, it was two- 2001 when we started talking about, like, was that in your top 30? Oh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was talking about like, your end top 30s? God, there, some of those were terrible. Some oh, terrible music on there. Like, you will go, if you went and looked through some of my mixes, you could find some, some Papa Roach in there.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah, and some,
1: some, <laughs> uh, uh, what's the, uh, what's the. Any uh, Buck Cherry? There's a, there's probably one or two Buck Cherry songs.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Some lit.
1: So, oh, some definite, some lit in American oh, hi fi and. Some uh some corn.
2: Oh wow. There's some corn on there. Fuck non stop there's, there's even
1: some nickelback. More than some. There's probably a Quite good a, a good twelve or fifteen songs Look throughout at you. the years.
2: Ah, yeah, you didn't discriminate. I right. thought
1: that I was pretty I was pretty hot with the music in the in <laughs> in the early part of the two thousands. No not at all. Terrible. So, so anyway.
2: So we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. This is uh our second of three Episodes that we're taping uh, right after the new year, but you'll be listening to this on or about January 11th. Yes. I'm just going to say right now. Yep. I'm going to say this obnoxiously throughout the episode so that no one fucking cries. Yes. When it happens. We're going to talk about Star Wars later on. Yes. We're going to give you plenty of warnings and yeah. plenty of time because we're going to fucking spoil the shit. Out of Force out Awakens. Of, out of yeah. the Force Awakens. Yep. Yeah. Uh, You know, the one where Han on. so uh, Oh! oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> I remember some people when I mentioned, like, oh, you know, and it was awesome, Han Solo is, is in it. And they're like, what? Like, it spoiled it for them. And I'm like, it's all in the trailer. It's all in the trailer. He's all over it. Oh, it's like, God. Like, it's all on the poster, like, prominently featured. We'll
1: talk more about Star Wars later, though. because We will.
2: We, so, we both saw it. Yes. When it came out. Like, you saw it. You saw Midnight Show, and I saw it the day, yeah. uh the Friday. Well, literally. I I don't
1: know how it worked out. Because um, it was open on the 18th, but it was playing on the 17th here. And I assume it was because it opened in Australia. Yeah. And so they were like, well, we better open it across the, co- across the globe. So I saw it on the 17th of th- th- Thursday night of, uh, December 17th. I saw it at 11.15, showed it by myself. And all it right. Cool. So we'll, we'll, we'll get to we that.
2: And uh, so I'm in Winnipeg and I'm here for two more days because we're recording this on the second and then yep. uh, down the road, you'll get back to the format you're all so used to. Yes. Where you're all on the phone.
1: Hey everybody! Well, when I'm, a, I'm yeah, a, yeah. A, a, a yeah. yeah, when we talk uh, at length about uh, pizza pies from Gondola Pizza, I can't wait to get back to the not car. Have,
2: I have not had one pie really? from Gondola here. I did no. have a uh, Santa Lucia pizza. Nice. Well, that's that's good. But uh, no Gondola pies. I had I, a, I had a, I
1: had a Santa Lucia pizza. I was I played some pickup hawks like this past Tuesday with my cousin at the Winter Club. And uh and they had uh a little uh Happy New Year, one guy bought some pizzas,
2: nice. pizza pies
1: from Santa Lucia. It was some great. Pies. Oh yeah, it was I good. I love it.
2: Um I uh actually before we get into our first topic, I guess I'll mention like I, I again I've it's been four months. I haven't been in the city for four months. No. So I've got some thoughts. Okay. Some good. Yep. I'm not all negative on Winnipeg. Well no, you uh, this is where you're from.
1: Yeah. And where you've lived the majority of your life. Uh I think people forget that. That, like, yeah, you moved to Toronto, but you're from here.
2: And by the way, I've moved here and back so many times. Yeah. On two separate or back occasions. Back here. I've yeah, moved, you've moved
1: I... back to Winnipeg on two separate occasions.
2: Like. From living in other cities. I, in Canada. I, I, the plan right now is Toronto. Yes. But, you know, it's not like I've shut the door. No. On moving back here or anywhere. But, yeah, yeah. uh, anyways. Uh, so, uh, but just some, some, some Winnipeg stuff that's yeah. uh, interesting. Uh, that Human Rights Museum. Mm-hmm. So big. It's ridiculous. Such a monstrosity of a building. Yep. Still kind of glad that we have it, but it, it, it's kind of befuddling. <laughs> like, I'm glad that we have a museum, but do we need such a big building?
1: Well, that's what these kind of, um. It's such a big building. Federal they,
2: they have these buildings. National in, uh, museum
1: stuff are huge, right?
2: People, um, so particularly with the Royal Ontario Museum in, yeah. uh, in Toronto, people kind of bitched because they added this new glass. Like structure to it Okay and, and they're like Oh it's a monstrosity And it's not even Fucking close No To to this thing That you can see When you're driving In the city I was My dad's out of town Yeah And I drive in Like down the Furmore there Yeah And you like, see Like by it. Tinkertown And you can fucking see This big giant oh, yeah. orb of I drive building. down
1: St. Anne's And it's like right In the middle of the street You see it Yeah Rising above the Above the uh, skyline there
2: It's an impressive building Yeah you know I mean it's something I guess it fits in nicely
1: in terms of weirdness architecture yeah. with that fucking bridge too, so it's uh, not bad. I mean, hey, we know, we grew up in this city in the nineties, and it, and you know what? When it, we complain about Winnipeg, but in the nineties, from what I remember, I mean, I don't remember much about eighties. I was a, little, a young kid, but man, was Winnipeg a shithole in the nineties? What a terrible <laughs> place to fucking live and be a teenager. Terrible.
2: Well, that's not totally maybe, maybe not totally people, okay. So people ask me a lot of what they're like. What's what's Winnipeg like? And when you talk to people about Winnipeg, there's a few things that they know. Yeah. They're like, "Well, it's cold." And that's absolutely true. Uh and they're like, "Lots of crime, right?"
1: Yeah.
2: And it's like, "Well, no, like yeah, no, like per capita, sure, some yep. of it." But they're so they're like, what's growing up? And I'm like, you grew up in the suburbs, like almost Winnipeg has a happened. lot of suburbs. Like yes. like it's a suburban city. It's
1: sprawled all the way in every fucking way.
2: Like in Toronto, obviously there are deep suburbs. It's yeah. it's the, the weird thing with Toronto is that I I don't even like I live in North York, which is like twelve kilometers from downtown Toronto. Yeah. And then there's like way more. Like they're yeah. so fucking big. Yep. So if you go beyond where I'm at, then you get into, like, real, like, recognizable suburbs. Yeah. But for the distance from my place into downtown, which is massive, like, it's three times the size of Winnipeg. Yeah. It It's not suburban. Like, no. there are houses, but it doesn't feel suburban at no. all. It's weird. Yeah. And then I come back here, and I'm driving around the city, and it's, like, suburbs. Like, developments and suburbs yep. everywhere. Oh, yeah. And uh so it's a suburban city. And you know what? For growing up, not exciting. No, not really. But... Kind of safe.
1: No, it was it's, I don't, I don't consider it an unsafe city by any means.
2: You know, like, and, uh, but yeah, and then the downtown, mm, yeah, a little rough. All I was, deep. I went to a moose game on, uh, on, uh, New Year's Eve. Yeah. You just, after a while, you forget. Like again, Toronto's downtown is just always active. There are people it's around everywhere, all the time doing stuff in Winnipeg. It's like, mm, sporadic pockets of people and, uh, a little rough
1: little bit, yeah, a little bit, well, Ooh. we are here in the heart of downtown right now we're in we're in the deep downtown we are and uh and yeah, you you're not walking around at this you know in in at night it's just the chances are pretty low that something will happen to you, but it it doesn't it doesn 't have that feeling you don't have that feeling that it just feels dark and it feels and this is not a denigration of people who are homeless this isn't a this isn't me saying anything bad about people uh who are um you know live in poverty by any means it's just. It, it doesn't provide that kind of feeling. Yeah. Now, this, where we are um, right now, I don't want to reveal too much about, you know, what I mm-hmm. do for a living. But there's, they've done some development in, in the, in the north, north part of Maine yep. area. But it's a, it's a long process. Oh. It's a long fucking process. It's
2: going to take a lot of years. Uh, I guess the last thing is just, so Winnipeg is a good-sized city yep. surrounded by nothing forever. Oh Oh, that,
1: that's the other thing.
2: So so everything is pretty much centered around here. But when you're out east, Winnipeg, Regina, Saskatoon, and people in Winnipeg probably don't want to hear this.
1: All right. Go for it. All the
2: same. Yeah. All the same. There's one thing that differentiates Winnipeg from the other two, and that's the Jets. Yep. Other than that, same city as far as everybody is concerned. Well, they're
1: not that much different.
2: People are like, oh, it's super unfair. They should come see it. And then people out east are like, "Mm, Why? Why? Like why why would I do that?
1: Well there's that there's that human rights museum.
2: Yes. Stuff. come on. <laughs> and I mean there's no one that comes to Winnipeg and says I fucking hated it there. I've yep. I've heard people say it was really damn cold. Yep. But no one really says I, I hated Winnipeg. People generally enjoy it enough, yep. I guess. But
1: I think people miss uh I don't think they understand just how colder it is here than other places.
2: It's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous climate. Like right now I describe, when I'm describing the weather here to people in Toronto, because they're like, well, how's the the weather? (laughs) How's the weather doing? And I'm like, you know, actually today it was mild, right? Like minus five. But let's say like on New Year's Eve, it was like, oh, well, it was about minus 12. Holy shit, that's cold! I'm like, actually, compared to the last two years, it's, it's fucking nothing. nice. It's super nothing. nice.
1: This has been a great winter.
2: It's been but, so nice by Winnipeg standards. But you know,
1: you're listening to a you know a half Winnipeg podcast when you're talking about the weather. Of course,
2: you know, because it's Winnipeg. It's how it goes. It's all about the weather. I mean,
1: I like to pretend that I don't worry about the weather, but man, I'm always watching that thermostat. Always checking <laughs>
2: Shaw Shaw weather. Checking so, it out. So yes, you are back and uh you've got a book. So so the other thing about Winnipeg, of course, is Winnipeg shit. Yes. Uh jet shit. Jets so shit. So I picked up I picked up a book. I bought this. Yep. It wasn't a gift. Um I I paid money. I didn't use a gift certificate. No. Okay. I was at I was at uh McNally Robinson. Mm-hmm. And uh I saw this book there and I'm like, all right, seventeen bucks. You know, because again, I uh I am a fan of the Jets. Yes, you are. You know, and again, I, if I took this book now and like pissed on it, True North or any Jets related thing doesn't care. They've got my 20 bucks. That, they do. You know, with tax that I paid yeah. for this thing. So, but you know, I saw, well, Jets book, I'm not going to get that back out, out No, east.
1: you won't find it anyway. So this
2: is 100 Things Jets fans should know and do before they oh die. My
1: God, I can't believe. I, 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 I can only imagine what's in there.
2: Um, it looks like, uh, there's a forward by Dave Babbage. Ooh. I haven't read it yet. Let me hold on here. Let's see here.
1: Now, that's interesting.
2: The worst day of my life started with the words, you've been traded to Winnipeg. Oh, well, come on. Actually, wasn't he drafted by the Jets? No, he was drafted by the Jets. He was drafted by the Jets. (coughs) I should have said you've been drafted. Well, I ruined that joke. Way to go. The poor fucker went from Winnipeg to Hartford. Yeah. Oof, that's that's a little rough, right? That's not trading up. Um. So I haven't read this yet. I just bought it today.
1: Yeah, but you've been you've been flipping through it. And this is the first time we're going to discuss a book, I believe, on the Mezzanine Sleepover.
2: We we are. We are. So, this is like I guess it says Should Know and Do Before They Die. Oh god. So, are there maybe I should Now know I know happened.
1: about that this the existence of this book. This is not uh something I would uh, even pick up, but I'm I'm very excited to uh, to hear what's going on in here.
2: Let me just read some of these chapters. Okay. All right. Uh, Celebrate a Jet's moment at Portage in Maine. Okay, that's what you should do. Apparently. So, uh, what was the last moment they made the playoffs? Yes, Jets moments, by the way. What are the moments of the Jets? Let's let's talk and about. And we're the-
1: combining mm-hmm. the two. We're combining the real Jets and this kind of fake version <laughs> of the Jets.
2: And let's let's just leave it to uh, after the NHL. Like, there's some Advil Cup stuff in here, but let's talk about NHL accomplishments.
1: Yeah, because WHA I think exists on its own.
2: So here's here's what I recall last celebrating yeah. at Portage in Maine. Okay, I would assume. Uh, I don't know if they celebrated when they entered the NHL. No idea. Uh, they celebrated when Howard Chuck got drafted.
1: They signed him at Portage and Maine They signed the him at Portage and Maine Yep.
2: Then they. It wasn't really a celebration. Then kids emptied their piggy banks and gave all their oh money. My god! So that the team wouldn't leave. I, and, I have way, one of those.
1: I have one of those signs.
2: But I, I wasn't
1: here. I, I didn't go down to Portage and Maine.
2: By the way, what? Now looking back at it. What stupid, idealistic nonsense. Yes. It's like, we got to pool our money. Yeah, exactly. If we, if we pool all the money in the city, the team won't go anywhere. Can you imagine if the team had stayed? What a fucking shit team they would have been for another like two or three years and then left.
1: I know, exactly. It would have been terrible.
2: So, you know, if people wanted to pool their money, maybe they should have uh put their money into a new arena. But, you know, whatever. Yep. Uh, and uh then they celebrated when they fake announced the team was coming back. Yes. The false announcement. Yes. Then the real one. Yep. And then uh, the Jets made the playoffs. Yeah. Four years later. So those are apparently uh, big Jets moments. A team being here and making the playoffs. <laughs>
1: making the playoffs. And
2: signing uh, a rookie that you drafted number one overall because you were the worst team in the league by far.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm. Crazy.
2: Uh, let's see here. What, what else? else? <sighs> oh, they have a story about the origin of the Jets' name. Okay, great. The 84-85 season.
1: Oh, yeah, a classic.
2: It was a good season, and then uh, I think
1: it ended with a sweep. It did, uh, and you know what? It was a good season. It wasn't like a great season. It wasn't a you know one of those all-time great seasons by any teams. It wouldn't rank up there. I It wouldn't rank up there in, what, the top 300 seasons, 400 seasons, 500 seasons of any team in the NHL in, in history? It wouldn't. It was a, a good season where they were at one
2: point like third in the league. Yeah, they didn't crack. And they, I don't even
1: think they ended third in the league.
2: They didn't crack 100 points. No. And they were second. Like, okay, this is like the 84 85 season, like the memorable season. Yes. Here's what really happened you finished second in, in the Smite in the division. division yep. And then you got swept in the second round of the playoffs. Yep. That's the best. Ever yeah they won they won a round that's the best thing that ever happened in the NHL in this city yep ever <laughs> yep and that was still and it continues to this day that was over thirty years ago <laughs> yep so uh yeah good good for them uh we have the 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 Salani shit right
1: and that and that legitimate by the
2: way legitimately a legitimately exciting time you know I'm I, it's sad that this book was written and published uh before this week. Yes. Because a big moment in Jets history happened when Shane Doan mm-hmm. became the all time Jets scoring leader.
1: He sure did. Jets slash coyotes. The real Jets slash coyotes. <laughs> and yeah, and, and they did it against the this new version of the Jets. You know, it's not even a new version, it's just it's it's a different version.
2: And of course, you it's know It's not the original Jets. Such you know, crybaby Jets fans that are sad about it. God, they went nuts. It was it was bad. Here's the thing that I'm thinking, right? It was going to happen at some point. At least it's a fucking dude that played here. Yeah, at least he played here for season. You can't even look at it and go, well, it's a guy that was drafted and played here. He's the last Winnipeg Jet playing in the league. Yeah. And we still cry about it. Like fucking babies. It was embarrassing. You know, can't just be happy and be like, you know what, congratulations. You
1: know, yeah, okay. And, And the thing was, it was like, well, Howard Chuck's better. And it's like, well, no shit. There's hundreds and hundreds, there's thousands of players who have played in the league that Dale Howard Chuck is better than. Like far, he's a, a fucking hall of famer in the top what thirty in scoring of all time. Like we're not talking. It, it it happens. Guys that have longevity in a in in a franchise will break the record.
2: Uh, here's a couple. Oh my God, Mark Shifley wore an NHL jersey on draft day.
1: Well, you know that was a big deal.
2: The 1990 playoffs.
1: Another one we love, the, and you know what? Fond memories of Dave Ellett's overtime winner, but you know. They lost the series. <laughs> they did. After being up 3-1. And then did it again a few years later, by the way.
2: In a winnable series. You're going you're gonna to like this one. This is going to tie into something you're going to talk about okay, soon. Good, yep. Wear a Jets jersey in Phoenix.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, well, you know, we still have to cling to this. This is my theory. And I've said this before on Twitter. I truly believe that, you know, you, you're either... You either like this... You either are a huge fan of this team... Or you are still in love with the old team. And if you are, like, if you love that team so much that you're still, it still consumes you. This team has been, that team has been gone. The original Jets, the real Jets have been gone since 1996.
2: 20 years. 20 years. 20 years this coming year. coming up. Man. Yeah.
1: 20 yeah. years this year. And, um, and if, and you're still harping on it and still worried about it and it still bothers you, like, you like that team more. <laughs> you do. You, you like that team more. I probably said this before on the podcast. You have. You like that team the most. And that's okay. It's okay to admit that. There's nothing wrong with that. But don't pretend that you're like Johnny Jets fan then of this version. Because we all know where your loyalty really lies.
2: Uh, Let's see. Three retired numbers, which you can see if you look at a Phoenix Coyotes game. Those three retired numbers are up there. And what a trio. Yes. We have Dale Howardchuk. Yep. L- legit. Yep. You know, legit dude. Like all for, all, for all intents Classic. and purposes. Yep. A pretty good dude. Yep. And then we have Bobby Paul. Bobby Hull. who A piece uh, of garbage. You know.
1: What else are you going to say about him?
2: And uh, Thomas Steen. Another piece of garbage. So congratulations, franchise. Yay. <clears throat> you know. Um, okay, here we go. There's a chapter apparently on the King and Ty. So Chris King and Ty Domi. Yeah, well, you know. Because those represent people, the same people that are like Mark Stewart represents what it means to be a Jet. A loser, I guess. (laughs) Exactly. No talent. Yep. (laughs) And uh, not good enough to to be in the league.
1: And these guys were worse than Mark Stewart.
2: Uh, Let's see here. They had a good poster, though,
1: the King and Tie. This is
2: an interesting one. Andrew Ladd and the 05 Juniors is apparently a, a thing about Jets.
1: I have no idea how.
2: Which, okay, so he, that was a Team Canada.
1: It was a Team Canada.
2: And at the time, he was a draft pick of the Carolina, Carolina Hurricanes. Carolina Hurricanes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then he'd go to the Blackhawks. Yep. And then the Jets. But
1: no. He, 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 yeah.
2: Oh, actually to the Thrashers. Thrashers.
1: Yeah. And then, and then, and then moved to, get moved to Winnipeg. Yeah. I, I don't, that makes no sense to me. Apparently. Still just manufacturing memories for people.
2: Yeah. Uh, the versatility of Dustin Bufflin.
1: Well, he's versatile. That's
2: a chapter. He can play forward poorly. Yep. And he can play defenseman amazingly. Yeah. Versatile. And he's great. Uh, 51, a season to remember.
1: Well, that would be the, well, that would, which one? Is that one? The first is that, one? No, or is the season to remember the final season?
2: 95, 96. My favorite season
1: has to be 94, 95. Where it, it, it was a half season. And, uh, they, we had the first annual last Jets game. That should be in there. <laughs> I was at that first annual last Jets game. It was a loss, of course, and um, we all, everybody, thought it was gonna be the last one because at that point they were going to Minnesota, right?
2: And then, and every- then,
1: you know, it all fell through, and then we got the the stay of execution as fans and and watched them, uh, you know, wallow around for a season in, in in the season to remember, which really shouldn't be a season to remember because that place was fucking empty for eighty percent of that season.
2: Fergie brings Savard to Winnipeg. Poor, poor Serge Savard. Yep. <laughs> it's Like, hey, Serge. No one else wants you. We've Come got here. a, we've got a tree for you. Yeah. Come to Winnipeg. <laughs> Fantastic. Play with this awful team. Uh here we go. Uh what have we got here? Brian Little's hat trick. We were talking about this uh, off air, <laughs> and I just that's just that might be the
1: saddest chapter that some guy got a hat trick once. <laughs> It's like, hey, Brian Little got a hat trick. And it's like they treat it like it's the first hat trick in franchise history. Here's well, you know, he matched
2: Eric Bolton. So good good for Brian here's Little. Here's one of my favorites. Hashtag helmet party. Which okay. I like. I like this because I remember that season. This is uh, two seasons ago. Yep. And they would play this clip all season long. And I was like, when you're fucking like seventh defenseman on the team getting his helmet stolen by a drunk fan is the number one highlight of your franchise. That really just tells you about what kind of season you had.
1: It's pretty bad. That was my, the the worst part about that was that uh, they, you had the, you had the, you know, whatever the morning zoo DJ guy who worked for the jets all started promoting on his radio show (laughs) that, that there was going to be a helmet party and wear your helmet to the next jets game. And, and then the jets had to be like, yeah, true North had to be like, yeah, that's not going to happen. And then, shockingly, that guy wasn't employed by True North much longer. So, you know, justice was served for that guy.
2: Uh, what have we got here? Uh, Chris Draper trade. See Bob Essence's mask at the Hockey Hall of Fame, which I did. Nice! So So, you have,
1: you are a True Jets fan. So
2: misplaced. Uh, Apparently starting in the East is a memory. Well. We couldn't win, but. uh, The only chance to get a banner. Here's And, one. uh, nothing. Here's one that I didn't know. Is this, what is this about? The Flyers almost played in Winnipeg? What? Did you know this? I did not know this. Uh, I, uh, Oh, I guess they were having trouble, uh, with the, an original Spectrum. So way, way back in the day, the Flyers are going to play her. I don't know. i have to read that one.
1: Yeah, you will. You have to learn something.
2: All right. We're in the, here's, a, we got, there are some good ones to round this out. I'm sure everyone's still having a, having a good time listening to this. Yeah,
1: well,
2: you know. Of course. What? What Jets book would be complete without a chapter on Evander Kane? Well, of course. The trials of Evander Kane. By the way, that fucking game is next week. I'm I'm just, I'm going
1: dark. I don't even want to see it. I'm not going to comment on it. I don't even want to comment on Evander Kane. Um, and you know, I'm not one of those guys that wait and see. Yeah, I know. I mean, clearly where there's smoke, there's fire. I love though how all of a sudden people are like, well, he fucking did it. Now, yes, the chances are that he did. That he did something yep. terrible, but I love how now when it was to Vander Kane, everybody's all on board to, to 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 be like that. When it was Patrick Kane, it's like, well, gotta wait and see, gotta let justice play out.
2: <laughs> when
1: when everybody when the the statistics are overwhelming, that when these kind of things happen, it's oh you know like we're into the 90, 90th percentile that something. Something has been done that the, you know, whether they're found guilty or not. It's like, it's like when people say OJ Simpson. It's like, yeah, OJ Simpson did it. It's the same thing. So anyway, I love how we're going to sit through a week of this or two weeks of this bullshit. Don't care. Uh,
2: chapter 83, GST, GST. Like, again, like, why? Um, Uh, they chanted the name of a fourth line that's fucking stunk. I like that they put this one in here, kind of like, Dan Snyder should be somewhere, but I mean that happened t- ten years ago in Atlanta. At least it's an acknowledgement. But at least, but at least we're acknowledging the history of a franchise of and a moment franchise. that
1: is significant. And I, I, will give True North the credit for continuing on to do the, the, uh, the. I guess what is it? The leadership award. Yeah, that's trophy. Cool. And you know what? Good, good on them because it's it's one of the things where you're like, well, at least you're acknowledging it. I know it burns up Jets
2: fans. Uh, the popcorn incident. Uh, of course. Oh, 88, back to what you're going to talk about in a second. Chant True North outside of Winnipeg. Oh, yeah, great. Got to get that True North. Hand. 89, this is a, the, the most amazing thing about this. Chapter 89, Worst Seasons. Yeah. They've only devoted two pages. Really? Like, that should be half the book, right? Oh yeah, really, it should be. Um, another chapter on the 84, 85 Jets.
1: Oh well, you know they're digging hard for to get to a hundred, eh?
2: Um, sit in a Winnipeg Arena chair, one one of which I own because you 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 got one for me. Yeah,
1: I got one too. I got I got one in my parents' basement.
2: Oh, oh, this 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 has to be trolling. Okay, Chapter ninety seven, mm-hmm. the patience of Kevin Chevaldayoff.
1: Oh my god, that is that what we're calling it now? <laughs> Are we calling it patience?
2: Patience.
1: Because that's it's like,
2: it's like, uh, when I, uh, when I was in first year university yeah. and I didn't do some assignments, I was really just being patient. Yeah.
1: It's like the same thing. It's like when I just refused to go to class in second year university, when I was just like, when I walked into exam, turned around and walked out cause I just didn't want to deal with doing something. It was like, you know, I just, I, I'm just such a patient guy. <laughs> I'm so patient. I don't want I don't want to rush to do anything.
2: Uh, anyways, I think that that's about it. There's other stuff in here. But uh, anyways, uh, 100 Things Jets Fans Should Do uh, No One Do Before They Die. Go pick it up at your local bookstore because yeah. uh, what a review by us. Yeah, but, great. But you found another great well, thing. Well, and this has been kicking
1: around and I've seen it before. And I saw it again.
2: By the way, I can't – what you're about to read. Yes. I I I can't go to their Twitter page and see it. You can't. You are I have blocked. I've been blocked. Yes, and that's why I decided to go look. So I when, was like – I knew I wasn't blocked. When I want to know – what what chant are we coordinating? Yes, at the arena for the game. You can't do it. I will not. I'm in the dark.
1: You're in the dark. You won't know. Uh, you have been shown. You've been sunned, really. All right. Uh, I I came across this graphic and it's it's hideous and I've seen it before, but you know it, it they it was it was tweeted out again and we have to talk about it because it is it is the it is the saddest fucking thing I've ever seen like in graphics. Um. It's the Ten Commandments of, uh, Winnipeg Jets fans. And it's just a a graphic with Ten Commandments, and, uh, it's got, uh, let's go through them. So here's what, um, I don't know who made this, but you can, you could, you could probably guess there's probably a hundred different people that could have done this. Just think
2: about the fucking dream team that probably coordinated and put this together. Exactly.
1: So let's go with number one. These are, these are, these are what, uh, Jets fan babies (laughs) consider to be their Ten Commandments. So number one. Thou shalt shout True North loud and proud during the anthem. So again, if you are a true Jets fan and you want to be enlightened, you know, the the enlightened Jets fan who follows the commandments like a good, uh, I don't know, soldier, you know, of, of the, of True North, you have to chant the uh, name of the company that owns the Jets during the national anthem.
2: By of the our way, country. Do they have uh 1A, Thou Shall Cheer for Themselves? No, it after, doesn't say that after cheering for yeah. saying true north? Alright. Yeah.
1: But you know, I, I love the um the the that this is the number one. You gotta try true north. Um again, it doesn't bother me, but I do like making fun of
2: it. I like the chant. I just let's be real with what it is.
1: Yeah, let's not pretend that it's something. You're 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 so happy. That you are rewarding the, the organization for whatever they do every time you chant it. Mm. It's great. So that's, that's number one. Uh, commandment number two. <laughs> Thou shalt participate in Go Jets Go chants. For super fans, you must start a Go Jets Go chant. Now, this one I don't hate as much. Go Jets Go is a good chant. It's a good chant. It, you know what? I like Go Jets Go. You know why? Because it's a positive chant to inspire the team. No problem with it. Uh, it's a commandment. Sure. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'm kind of a curmudgeonly Jets supporter. I don't chant true north. But I'll
2: chant Go Jets. Well support. and you know what? Let's keep it real, right? Like we're not out to make fun of the whole list. No. we are we'll let's be honest. No,
1: and I'm I not agree. out to make I, I I I tweeted this out and I, I wanted to put an addendum like, I agree with one or two.
2: Okay. No, I
1: do not I e I don't I don't agree that this exists. I think it's stupid. But you know, hey, it's gonna happen. Um it that's professional sports for you. Because professional sports fandom is fucking ridiculous across the board let's not pretend that it's just jets fans it's not it's craziness everywhere so anyway i i don't uh don't totally disagree with that but that you have to start one is a nice little touch um number three <laughs> commandment number three thou shalt heckle opposing goaltender by chanting his name and boo uh, i think there's four o's opposing team star player when they touch the puck so d- does that mean that you heckle the goaltender even when he's playing well? Which they do constantly. Like constantly,
2: I, I, I've been to so many games where the difference in the game is that the other team has a better goaltender than ours, who's like keeping that team in or yes. ahead of the game, and not when a goal is scored on him, and not when the, he fucks up, just during the he's game. Doing. They'll just chant his name, yeah, and it's yeah. like he's outplaying us. Yeah, it's
1: terrible and booing the opposing team star player. Uh, you know, again, it's not the worst thing, but, like, that it's a commandment is terrible.
2: I, I, and also, if you ever go to a game where they're playing a team and you're confused about who to boo because there's not really a star player, yeah, that's what people feel like when the Jets play them. Yes, they're like, who do we boo? Like, I guess Bufflin, right?
1: Well, yeah, he's the star player. I mean, the Jets do have a legitimate elite talent on this team. We yeah. Everybody kind of forgets this. Is that th- this is a guy that, Dustin Bufflin, that will most likely be gone for nothing at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Just remember that everybody. Um yeah, I I like the four Os in boo. Just to make sure that you boo. Um the only good thing about that booing is that it does get fans, fan babies of other teams really upset. So that's kind of good. Mm-hmm. Cuz they get upset. They're, "Why are they booing our guy?" It's like, "Well, they boo everybody. It's stupid. Why are they booing our guy?" It's like, "Yeah, just get over it." You know, like who cares? But anyway, um that's a dumb commandment that you should that you have to heckle the goalie. Okay. Uh, commandment number four. Thou shalt support our team win or lose. No team bashing. Triple exclamation mark. I'm going to leave that one there because I think that that might be the worst one. No team bashing. Now remember, team bashing. There, there's levels, right? <laughs> <I'm coughs> and like, I wonder I'm what about, team bashing means. I'm about
2: to boil over. <laughs>
1: like, like, like w- does that mean you can't criticize? Cause man, there's a lot to criticize from management to uh uh people who own the team to the players to the coaching everything to the fans um that you would put that in there that that just reeks of like that's 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 jones townian
2: it's it's like support everything shut the fuck up and support everything
1: (laughs) yeah exactly that's why you are the most hated jets fan because you uh you don't
2: you, follow you, the fourth commandment I've broken the fourth, the command- fourth commandment you
1: really, You've broken it many many times You should be ashamed Number five Commandment number five Thou shalt participate in the wave
2: Fuck that shit That's ridiculous The you wave is the dumbest piece of shit fan thing in fucking sports
1: And the worst thing is Is that It's one thing to do the wave There's been some some great ones in wrestling Where people start doing the wave when there's a boring the match The wave is a fuck you amazing.
2: The wave is a fuck you to it the is. match That's it why really they do is. it It's
1: like chanting boring
2: Yeah you
1: start doing the wave, and Jets fans love to do the wave, and they think that it's awesome,
2: and it's totally not, and you're not in a joke. The world thinks the wave is shit. Well, here's the other thing. Do you think if you're watching a Jets game and the, and the wave happens, like if, if I live in Vancouver, yeah. and the wave happens, it's like, fuck, I wish I was there. Like, what a phenomenon.
1: I don't really get what the point is, because it's not fun to do. Like, it's really not. It's cut, It's stupid. It's not fun to do standing up and sitting down, waving your arms in the air. It's juvenile and stupid. And then, so what are you getting out of it? Are you trying to show other teams you're great? You support your team so well because you, you, it doesn't look like it. <laughs> Terrible. Um, commandment number six: Thou shalt stay to the end of the game. No beat the traffic. Yeah, I, I'm neither here nor there. I we used to do uh, you know like jingle the keys, the keys at people at bomber games when we were younger because we were dumb. I wouldn't do it anymore. I don't care if someone wants to beat the traffic. I've, people have missed great things when they try and beat the traffic, but you know, um, I don't have a big problem you with that. You know what? I
2: mean, if you want to leave a game in Winnipeg where you've paid $150 for those fucking tickets,
1: you should be able to. Go for it, I guess. Go ahead. Yeah. But I, I don't hate that commandment, but really, that shouldn't have to be in there. Um, commandment number seven. We're getting down here. Thou shalt make at least one road trip to see our team play in another city. Fuck that. That is a dumb fucking commandment. Why?
2: By the way, I've and you're ass. a traveling man. I've kicked ass with that commandment. So you far. are the you are the. I man. have seen this team play five games against uh, opposing teams. Uh, yep. Me, the non fan. Yep. Do you have to do it? No.
1: I've never gone to a game, a Jets game, anywhere else, and I probably uh, yeah. Won't.
2: If you, I mean, it's just you, you must apparently you've got to go on the road. Uh, by the way, and I know it doesn't say it I don't, I don't believe it's on that list mm. but the same people that would have written this yep. are so upset when other teams fans come into our building wearing oh, other it. jerseys well, how dare, dare you that's fucking disgusting you should be ashamed for yep. wearing those jerseys in our building
1: oh i've seen it i've seen and, and, and harass and they've bullied harass and harassed it. children yeah. oh yeah
2: that, that have done it in the past but yeah. but we have to, we have to be fucking obnoxious in everyone else's building. And you mentioned this to me earlier, not just, not just with the jerseys and the chanting, but the vandalism.
1: I know, sticking stickers all over fucking windows and, and in, in, in bathrooms. It's like you're all just marking your territory. You fucking dogs. Jesus. <laughs> Speaking of dogs, Commandment number eight. I don't really have a problem with it. Thou shalt try the jet dog at least once. Oh, all right. Sure. Eat That's the- kind of. That's kind of a flight of fancy.
2: No, no big deal. It's fine.
1: No problem. I'm not going to try one because why?
2: Well, pierogies and cheese and onions. Fuck and that Fat shit. ass dog.
1: Gross. Um yeah. Commandment number nine: Thou shalt wear authentic jets gear to all games. <laughs> now you see. Here's my problem with this, and and I, I, like, what if you can't afford it? Like you 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 paid that much to get into the game. What if you have a you know an authentic. You know, one of those, you know, like... Or or even, like, what someone might not consider consider authentic. Like some, you know, when Target was here, buying some of those, like, kind of cheap shirts or... You know, like, I don't get what authentic means. I guess it means no bootleg. I think we're kind of... That's kind of phasing out. But people were really upset about the bootleg jerseys.
2: I don't understand what inauthentic means. I really don't. The, you fucking slap that symbol on everything. Go to any store here. It's like, I... I like, fucking... uh Kleenex that they sell at the dollar store. Jet symbol on it. Because what does that have to do with anything? Is that authentic? Is that gear? I
1: don't I don't know.
2: You know, so... You can
1: wear one of those those on your fucking hands. Go to the (laughs) game. It's authentic gear. I went to the Kinex game. I didn't wear anything Jets. Because I, like... I just didn't feel like it. And sometimes you don't feel like it. Slapping on a jersey and walking around. But no, it's not
2: good enough that you support the team. That you buy the ticket. And then you you go to the game. If you're not wearing authentic authentic gear gear, you're a piece of shit and then jets fans like turn on them their own well yeah
1: or or they do things like they uh seek out a video clip of a of a kid grabbing a stick from mark shifley um then claim that he stole the stick from another kid and then comment that he wasn't even wearing a jets jersey a fucking like 10 year old kid like a fucking scumbag piece of shit calling out kids and shaming them online because they aren't wearing a jets jersey bullshit might be the worst commandment (laughs) And number 10, um, the saddest of all commandments. <laughs> just <laughs> sad and lonely. And when Jets make the playoffs, thou shalt participate in the whiteout. And we couldn't have just left that alone and just left it in the past. Nope. Gotta do it. Teams wear colors at home. We're going to just going to wear the opposing team's colors in the building <laughs> because of some sad old tradition that was kind of cool for a couple of years in the eighties. <laughs> and it's like, we got to, just resurrect more bullshit, and I don't care about the whiteout. It's like it's the whiteout. They should have called the team the whiteout. It would have been just hilarious
2: and ridiculous. Well, we've had five years and we've had two games. Two
1: whiteouts. Well, two. I guess they're significant in the fact that they don't happen very often.
2: No, they don't, and they don't. They haven't won any. They haven't. This they, time it around. hasn't.
1: And that's the other thing uh, that we can end on. On this is the whiteout has done nothing for the Winnipeg Jets, real Jets or fake. It's really meant nothing jets fans who like to think that they uh, elevate teams
2: true north sold a lot of fucking white t-shirts and white jerseys they did so good for so them. So that was important for them they important. embraced it eh and i and and i genius on their part because people the most popular jersey is that blue one right yep so true north's probably looking at that and going we need to they're just like yeah the white out we want the fucking white out you know yeah. what what would be the cheapest t-shirt to make for them just a white you t-shirt you pump out a bunch gray. of 25 yeah. cent fucking t-shirts from china sell them for 30 sell them for 30 bucks and uh we got these white jerseys just sitting right there
1: might as well get one come
2: come and grab them don't want to be left. you don't want to be a piece of shit jets fan wearing a fucking blue jersey or something you
1: cannot break a commandment but yeah so again the whiteout has done nothing for this team real jets fake jets nothing it's done nothing it is it has in no way elevated them so what a nice set of commandments fuck that terrible you know go reevaluate your fucking life
2: I got something for you. Okay. We're gonna do a little transition here. Nice. So, do you know this song? I know this song. <laughs> not ending the show yet. We got a ways to go.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. But we got. There going. are spoilers coming, everybody, with Star Wars. So. Just so you know, not yet. When we're done this segment. You might wanna shut her down. Anyway.
2: Uh, so we've talked in a few episodes. Yes, we have. About young MC. Good old Young MC. And I've just, I've promised everybody, and I've gotten, I've gotten direct messages.
1: You, you have.
2: Emails to yes. sleepover at Shaw.ca. Yes. And they're like, you keep saying that you're going to review Brainstorm. Get on with it. By Young MC. Fellas. And we're just waiting. Yep. So this is, uh, I just wanted to talk a few minutes about this fucking album. Do it. The only album that I've ever live tweeted. Yes. Listening to. You did. So Young MC, you all know him. Bust a uh, move.
1: Yeah, it's Winnipeg. So you know him very well if you've heard a social bust a move always.
2: So young MC released an album called Stone Cold Ryman. Yep. and it was kind of like this indie release. it yes. had a wider distribution eventually, but it was yep. initially an indie release. It was. I forget. I, I was looking it up earlier. It was on Delicious Vinyl, and we—I don't, don't have. Uh, we, we, oh, I guess I got internet right. I got. We don't so have. You got, wi- your, you got
1: your data network.
2: I was interested uh, if you look it up on Wikipedia the producers yeah well, let's take a look for, for Stone Cold Ryman.
1: okay I'm, I'm right here
2: go to that one and tell me who yeah, produced yeah Quincy it.
1: Jones and the Dust Brothers yeah like heavy hitters in the music industry
2: and allmusic.com gave it five stars it did, and so did ArtistDirect.com. It's not a bad album at all. It's pretty. It's not. Pretty it's good. quite good. So, based on that, Young MC got signed to Capitol Records. Yep. Big money. Oh yeah. And they were like, and he produced an album. Yep. Called Brainstorm. Yes. And it's the uh, his second release. Mm-hmm. We're listening to the first song, by the way. It's called That's, That's Way, the Love, way Goes. Love Goes. It's the single. Yep. Um, I actually don't have any notes other than. Uh, uh, fails at picking up ladies, nails a chick, gets breakfast. That's basically. Wait, oh, go.
1: I'm not. It's got some nice little uh, little drums here.
2: So it's a 60-minute album. Oh God. That's a lot of fucking time. That's a
1: lot of that's that's a lot to sit through, which I did.
2: So I I really just wanted to talk about a couple of tracks. Me too. I got a few
1: thoughts, and uh, we'll we'll wrap it up.
2: Um, and, uh, because it's, it's a bad album. Yes. Like, that's, that's the main reason I'm talking about yep. it. It's a bad, bad album. For a few reasons. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna play a couple of lyrics for you. Yes. Um, and also, we, we had mentioned it about Young MC in the past, that he's all about the fucking, don't do drugs. No. Safe sex. Safe sex. This album is all preachy. Uh, there, there it's... are songs, and I'll give you some examples. There are songs where it's like, things escalate really quickly in young mc's rapping world they really do like you're just in some sort of normal situation and then all of a sudden drugs yeah. everywhere or just some
1: girl wants to fuck you immediately and it's like what do i do
2: so the first two tracks the one we were listening to and then the second one which is called keep your eyes on the prize yep. uh there's no, there's not much to say to nope. be honest with you um very pedestrian very pedestrian stuff Um, And then track three is kind of this boring track called Do You Feel Like I Do? Where he Mm -hmm. just – he talks through the chorus. It's some girl singing. Yeah. And he's all like, yeah, uh (laughs) uh-huh, like throughout the chorus. But then we pick up. We pick – things really pick up. Yes. So we get this song called After School, which is clearly the sequel to Principal's Office. Yep. (laughs) Like that's the reason. Even Everybody in the world was waiting for this. They were like, you know what, Principal's Office was so good. When is Principal's office two gonna drop?
1: I, I want to know what happens after that day of shenanigans.
2: <laughs> I so must know. He even references it, eh? He's oh, like, "Oh, the principal," because he heard my last record. Yep. So the principal's after me. I'm the principal.
1: So, 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 wait a minute. So the principal heard his record. So this is what, like, two years later? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: Because he's still in high school. He's still in high school. Okay. Uh, so there's two parts of this one that I'm gonna that, right. I'm, that I'm gonna that I'm gonna find here. Let's see here. Two. Was oh, my scrubbing working? There we go. Yeah. Listen to
1: this.
2: Listen to this break. Just such a goofy break. <laughs> That's a terrible break. And then this this the, the lyrics here. Just listen to the escalation. Okay.
3: I complete my rap and the girl starts to fidget Pulls out a pen and gives up the seven digits I tell her, yo, I'm gonna call you later In the- Evening around seven or eight uh, She says cool And I think for a minute That she looks fly So I'll be in it to win it And then I hear people Yelling real loud That in the school yard There's a hell of a Fight coming on. The Uh-oh. buzz around school Is that everybody knows That two of my friends Are gonna come to blows Over something Somebody said Someone else had heard Now I throw this over words That's no absurd, fight So I plan to squash it Then my friend I won't stand it and watch He's gonna it. fix
2: the fight But then the fight watch what happens the
3: men in the ring Cause we can sit around and talk about this thing Well after I is playing diplomat I turn to go home because I'm done and that's that but then I see a kid I haven't seen in a while and in his right hand he has some bags and vials what, and what a day for young MC. so it's no like
2: <laughs> break up a fight get get a chick's number oh fight yep go turn finish that fight and then I turn around. And some guys all got vials. He's just
1: yeah. he doesn't even have like a bag of. He's bag got and bags and
2: vials. Bags and vials. <laughs> bags and vials. Just walking around the school, he's all mixing meth as he walks oh, around the school. Oh Jesus! Because everything is just like drugs.
1: Oh, all the time.
2: So uh, that's that one. I don't know. Before I keep going, is is there anything that you want to? Uh...
1: I got. I got. My thoughts are 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 to one track and one track. And
2: oh, more. okay. Yeah. Okay, then there's this one. Listen yeah. to this fucking thing.
3: Young MC's in the house going on, dead um. And I'm gonna goin' and everybody that I meet going um They see me walking down the street going um <laughs> and everybody in the place this is a fucking dumbest song. On. They want the travel and the bass going on then don't you think it will be fun? Oh, going we're gonna get some drums on, right here. We yep. can have a funky drum going dead on, dead on. on. The beat is coming right now, going on, and people saying oh wow going. Worst part
2: about this song. You thought that I too much. Yeah. So it's yeah. fading out. It comes back. And then he's fun. like, yeah, he's like, you thought I was yeah. done. And they just raise it back up. I like, they're like, Let, that's that's a fucking trick. Yeah, very, very tricky. tricky. Uh, then we go from Umpty dumb, which is clearly like a filler song, to a song called yeah. album, album Filler. Which most of this album is. And um, there's two parts of Album Filler that I like. It's called Album Filler. That's the title. Yes uh listen to this preachy shit here to make
3: the how people say left hol and fuck at microphone I'm saying fucky lyrics while I'm up on stage you never knew what I can do until I did it so people I suggest that it the rest get put it that filler album filler don't drink causebudweise or Miller I just drink my soda and have a before cause <laughs> I don't seek pleasure in alcohol you see
2: don't even drink
3: don't
2: drink MC i this is I just wrote for this next part great lyric and terrible lyric all together from the pools really
3: clubs and the go. Awesome. But then be but course pick up say so don't even test it never never woman no that's <laughs> cuz when i'm with the girl i make a
2: so, so i love that where he's like if i was a, if a microphone was a weapon i'd be a killer yeah great line great line but then don't you better have some big tits exactly yeah. young mc everybody all right i think that this next track is probably what you're thinking of yeah oh absolutely if, if I, if, uh, let's see here oh yeah of course so you i'll let you talk a little well bit. this
1: is um a classic now i had this on cassette single
2: did you before?
1: Yeah. I bought Keep It In Your Pants by Young MC. This would have been I guess the second single? Uh-huh. Maybe? I'm not sure. By
2: the way, there's a zipper here.
1: This is um Young MC's big uh, safe sex song. Yeah. Big safe sex song. Keep It In Your Pants. Um Yeah, I bought this on cassette single. I had this on one of my mixes. Did it's you? There. Oh, yeah. It was on my I believe it was on the first one I ever did. Keep It In Your Pants. Did you uh, learn a
2: lot from it? Well, I didn't until I was... You were just ready to bang everything that moved. Yeah, I,
1: I, didn't, I didn't get laid until I was 20, so I probably mm-hmm. took But then you, know, you, t- you heard heat.
2: this, and you are like, you know what?
1: You know what? i got to keep it Things in Things were
2: getting pants. hot and heavy. Probably in a few situations. Yeah, and, and you back. And, 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 and then in your head, you were just like... Get oh. out! You know what? I can't do it.
1: No, can't do it. Anyway, um, Brainstorm, the interesting thing for me is that I, I, I had the cassette single... And I guess I liked keep it in your pants enough Uh-oh. that when I did a Columbia House order. Oh no. One of the, one of the CDs that I got delivered for my penny or whatever was, uh, uh, Brainstorm by Young MC. And I don't think I listened to it. Or I might have listened to it once and went, this is fucking garbage. And I remember using the CD as a frisbee, flinging it down, uh, near our old high school down Hyatt Place. <laughs> And watching it smash on the ground into 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 into, into 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 hundreds of pieces. Poor young MC. Poor young MC. Um keep it in your pants though is terrible. It's got the terrible mm. chorus where he sings get out in this weird fucking voice.
2: So there's there's a few things about this. So I've just stopped right before he gets into lyrics. So remember, bust a move, right? Yep. This is a jam for all the fellas. Yep. Here's a champ for those who be sexin'. See a girl come up and then you start flexing. Doing what you can for the one night stand. But G, you gotta see you take your life in your hands. Now <sighs> that If you have sex, you might die. Yeah, basically. But then uh Let's go to the chorus. Oh, actually before that. Sorry.
3: Before, here we go.
2: Listen, listen to this lyric. just think about what young MCs um Impression of females is
3: yes, based on this lyric. Okay, okay go for it. So that's fourteen. Guys. So if you see
2: a girl yeah. and she's fine, she's probably fucked so much. <laughs> watch out, cause so you many might guys. Die
1: if you, yeah.
2: Oh, here we go. And then his favorite words right here: "Bust it." Yeah, just
1: you know, the the less that's said about this album, the better. But I know uh, I, I, Young MC, who we did talk about in the last podcast when we did our 25th anniversary, talking about lingerie. Um, you know, could there be like a more lecherous, um, kind of disgusting dude Mar- than Marvin Young? <laughs> like, he's out there, and he's preachy, but he's like a fucking horn dog.
2: Yeah, but and then he's like, don't enough, have sex, but... Don't have
1: sex, but I'm going to have sex a whole bunch. And I'm going to, um, debase women and sing poorly and off-key while I'm doing it. Well, listen to what this guy thinks about himself.
2: Oh, yeah. here's a break, by the way.
1: A nice break with some little organ there. Like, listen. three
2: notes, four notes? Listen to this guy. He's got some confidence. Here. I take my own advice to make the story legit And I don't want to be labored as a hypocrite I practice what I preach,
3: although I'm not preaching I'm just dropping knowledge to the souls I'm reaching Just like when I see my homeboy's girl And to me she is the flyest thing in the world It would be easy to tell her I was young MC Go drag and have her go to bed with me But I'm not the only to that i right So, uh,
1: young did? MC Thinks highly of himself He really does He I, did
2: uh, Um, sorry, I, I know, I'm sure people are just dying To hear more, but I've got, I've got another situation here where uh, there, he's got a song called Use Your Head. Yep. And it's about situations where it's like, oh, you could get in trouble. So you better use your head. You better think.
1: Yes. Think before you act. So there's one,
2: there's one, and it's about a slumber party. Yep. And clearly when he introduces it, it's about, um, like a, a a girl's like high school slumber party.
1: Oh, yeah. There's a lot of high school themes in this album.
2: Um, things get a little escalated quickly, as usual. Again, young MC's world. He's, Let's see the house repeating the guitar. Well, we loop.
3: Get together for a night of laughs, a slumber party at a good friend's house. Kathy's watch, she is somewhat of a freak, and her parents are going They're out of town for a week. So everybody's talking about boys and hair in sleeping bags, pillows, and she's cool. Yep. Some of your friends start smoking that stuff because okay. a couple right. of days okay. simply wasn't a little a dope. So there you sit in a state of shock, watch
1: a powder and stores and pipes and rocks. Oh, oh, my God,
2: <laughs>
3: <You're passing laughs>
2: that you. escalated so very quickly. So it's like we're talking about boys, sleeping bags, a little pot. Yep. Crack. <laughs> Just out of nowhere. Oh, this guy. I'm telling you. And But then in the last part of this song, he talks about going out with your buddies and you're drinking. And then despite their protests, you, the designated driver, are going to drive them home. Yes. So he drives them home. That's all it is. He's a nice guy. He's responsible. Right? Uh, so this is, this is how he rewards. This is what he... This is how he describes you. Yeah. As the designated driver. You're gonna like this. It's so witty.
3: Here we go. Ha ha them say don't mean
1: go young mc because i thought he was talking about lifesavers for a minute there
2: uh, the so yeah treat. anyways uh, the, the rest of my notes here there's a song called fast lane where i just wrote uh, don't do drugs
1: and these are seven minute plus songs
2: yes they're
1: absolutely awful it's like
2: i'm gonna write an anthem about not doing drugs the production
1: on this album is terrible it's very like you don't even know who produced this young they're, mc produced it oh he produced it himself he eh? did that's that's terrible um, the music is terrible. There's there's none of the, 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 the saucy kind of um, feel to the music that was uh, on Stone Cold Ryman. Uh, the one-hit wonder, absolutely. It doesn't get much. I mean, he had a, maybe a couple, but...
2: He technically had three.
1: Yeah. But, but come on. It Everyone knows Boston. Move. The drop-off was massive, and, and it was inevitable. 1991, you didn't want to be a a, a rapper like Young MC anymore. No, you did not. So there you go. Uh, Fresh Prince knows what he's. What we're hey man, about too. but
2: fucking Young MC did did drop some great lyrics in uh in fucking uh, we're all in the same gang. Yes,
1: and it was an appropriate. Place he did to his put best
2: that. to set an example,
1: saying hype lyrics over hip hop samples. <laughs> nice. He's not here to brag or boast, to, but to inform because we're living in the calm before the. Storm. You know what? Those were good lines. There were, and you know what? Young MC had a good flow. I'll sure. give him that, but his lyrical content would left much to be desired, and the production on this album is fucking bad.
2: So, uh, we got one more topic. Spoiler, spoiler. Shut it Spoilers off. Were, turn it off now. We're going to talk Star Wars. We don't give a fuck. Nope. And, uh, in five, four, three, two, one, Han Solo dies and well, fucking, killed by his son, Kylo Ren. Killed by his son, Kylo Ren. And, uh, the other, Rey is a Jedi. The she's, most greatest Jedi of all time. I'm pretty sure she's clearly Luke Skywalker's daughter. Yep. And uh, Chewie's in it, and R2-D2, and... Chewie gets shot. Chewie gets shot, and... And it's tense moment, there's, and there's he, monsters. There's monsters, and there's a new Death Star, and... And there's uh, a
1: big fucking giant uh, old dude that I think is a hologram proje- projection. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I don't, don't think, think he's, really he's that big. big. I think he's going to be pretty little.
2: Yeah, so, uh, anyway... right, let's just, talk. So just... If, you've, if you're still listening, fuck you. <laughs> like, fuck off. All right, so... You should have
1: fucked off when we warned you, really. Because so, it's been weeks now, and my wife hasn't seen it yet. <laughs> and we're at the point where I'm like, if people are talking about you, you just got to walk away. Like you can't, we can't expect that. It's not your fault that you haven't seen it yet, because I went late at night one night by myself because I was hyped to see it. She doesn't have the same kind of um, the, the same kind of history with Star Wars, but I just told her like, if someone's talking about you, got to walk because it's been weeks.
2: Honestly, it, it's made a billion dollars already. It's ridiculous, and uh, clearly, if you're a big enough Star Wars fan, you've seen it. You, you've seen it already at this point. The modest fans, it's like. Eh. And how many mo- honestly, like, is there a high correlation between no. modest Star Wars fans and Mezzanine Sleepover listeners, would you say? No. I would no. say probably not.
1: I think if you like the sleepover and you're then you're probably, you know, you kinda like what we like and you probably like Star
2: Wars. So uh Force this Awakens. Movie.
1: You've seen it twice now.
2: I saw it today. Nice. You saw it uh at the the equivalent of a midnight screening. Basically, yep. Yeah. I saw it. So it was, you know, midnight on a Thursday, basically. And did
1: you watch, uh, what was the format you watched? I saw it
2: on Friday. I yep. saw it 3D. You saw 3D. And then today, yep. which is, we're recording this on the second? Yeah. Third?
1: It's the, sec- second. it's the second. Second still. of
2: January, I saw it uh, regular, no 3D. No 3D. But I decided to watch it again. Yeah. It was better the second time. It was, a. Eh? It's a, f- you know what? There's so many thoughts.
1: Okay. So many thoughts. I got lots of thoughts, too. All so, right,
2: so let's start. So the movie is uh what 93% Rotten tomatoes. Yep. And initially when I first saw it, I was like this is a great movie. Yep. But I think a lot of the hype is really just relief. Yes. Like so much relief. Yep. That this isn't a fucking shit movie like uh Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones and the fucking To a bit
1: of a lesser extent Revenge of the Sith, but my god
2: you know, Prequels th- are bad. Yeah, like like you know, it, they're very very bad movies, yep. and this really emphasizes yeah uh, how bad it was. So it was just like so much relief. Oh yeah. But then watching it today, I was like, this is fucking great. It's such it's good story.
1: Yeah, the pacing is amazing. Yeah, it's paced just crisp and tight and well edited, and it's 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 got it all. It's got the the CG except for a few parts. There's a few parts of the CG you're like you could have just done without that. The the practical effects mixed with the CG are fantastic. It's uh yeah. I can't wait to see it again. I'm excited.
2: I and I love how there are so many storylines that could play out. Yes. You know, and it's it, this, you know, when they did the other 3, I didn't really speculate much going forward.
1: No, cuz you kind of knew what was going to happen. I was happen.
2: like, well, he's going to he's going to grow up and he's going to turn on Han, he's going to lose his hand and he's going to become Darth Vader. Yeah. Spoiler alert. For exactly. those other ones. We but on this one now, it's like, like it's an open like world. So many que- like, for example, like questions that I have. I, is Finn going to become like a cyborg? Like, because he's, he's mortally wounded. Well, I not know. mortally, but he's wounded. Well, he's wounded severely pretty Severely at the end of the movie, and, and you leave him and he's still out of commission. Yeah. But he's alive, right? Yeah, exactly. So does he just recover or do they turn him in? Because it's Star Wars. So do yeah. they turn him into some sort of like yeah. character? I don't know. You know? Um, Ray. Like, I almost think, like, maybe, maybe, uh, th- does Ray stay good?
1: I don't know. Should we, we get her versus Luke at the end? Yeah, or,
2: because, like, I, like. Or we, is it going to be Kylo? Because they're, they're building him. Because at this big. point, though, like, Ray, who, who is, like, the, basically, she, um, emerges. Like, oh yeah, as as a, she's a she's a what a scavenger basically on a, then,
1: on Jakku or whatever. Yeah, a, a Tatooine type planet.
2: And then over time, she essentially discovers her Jedi powers.
1: Yes, and it's amazing and it's awesome.
2: But does she stay good? Like in this movie, she stays good. Yeah. Oh yeah. But you know, there's some fierceness to her. Like she's gonna fucking kill Kylo Ren if that planet doesn't split. Oh, it's it over
1: now. He's mortally he's been wounded pretty bad too, in multiple ways. He's battled Finn, who is amazing with a lightsaber, so good for him. That was awesome. So a lot of people here's my thing. There's a lot of consternation uh with the the man children of the Star Wars fanbase <laughs> about Ray and how it's a terribly written character and you know, though if you look at the subtleties, it's not terribly written. Yeah, there's a there's a quick ascension, but you know. It's nice to have something not have to play out over three movies. It's nice to just establish it and go, oh, she's going to kick ass. It's good because <coughs> the, the the original trilogy kind of slow plays Luke and it was good. But what you get is you get a whole 45 minutes to an hour of A New Hope with whiny Luke, and which doesn't really <laughs> translate anymore because I just watched it. And I'm like, my God, dude, just stop. Like I, you don't get that feeling with her. Like she kicks ass out of the gate, and like you know, it's a different time to be making movies, and you got to have that. And so the man children out there who don't like the character because they don't want, they don't like that there's a really strong, strong, strong woman character who's better than anybody else. I've said it like that. That's got to be the greatest Jedi of all time. It has to be Maybe. to pick it up that
2: quick. I, I, you, I don't know. Is she gonna
1: be like the greatest? She has to
2: be because I've, I've got, I, I just there were some things about this. Like okay, so, and again, I, I. I'm not, I mean, I guess I'm deep enough with what I'm about to say into Star Wars stuff, yeah. but obviously I, the real nerds out there are probably going to say Well, I put this.
1: myself at an eight out of 10. I'm not a 10 out of
2: 10. But like, for example, okay, so he's Ky... okay, so the bad guy is Kylo Ren. Yeah. That's his name, right? So he's not Darth something. No. And his, 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 uh, master says at the end of the movie, he's going to complete his training. Yeah. So he's not really full Sith yet. No. And, uh, Rey isn't really full Jedi. No. Like she, she does some Jedi tricks. She makes the, she's okay with the lightsaber and she fucking, you know, move, you gets the yeah, lightsaber to the fly through tricks. the air yeah, and yeah. use the mind tricks, right? She, she realizes yeah. those things. But she's not all the way there either. And no. I was thinking back and I was like, you know what? If you, if you take the whole, uh, seven movies so far yeah. and you're like, who are the best Jedi yeah. ever? I mean, clearly it was Obi-Wan. Oh, absolutely. And fucking Darth Maul. Just, and
1: because of the way that it was, because of the way, and that's clearly only because of the way George Lucas made those movies. Of course, but, With, like, but Obi-Wan flying through the air, but if like, he, like, like, like mm-hmm. stories upon stories doing giant jumps and flips and riding and all like, sorts of
2: beasts. And like the best lightsaber battles, the best lightsaber battle ever is the fucking, uh, Obi-Wan and, uh, and, uh, Qui-Gon against, uh, uh Darth, Darth Maul. Well, that's, that's, that, the best, that's the best, one that's the best one that they've had in the whole fucking and Obi-Wan, series. Obi-Wan,
1: like, just owns them.
2: And they're just fucking going, and 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 uh, Darth Maul's fucking forcing, using the force to move shit out of his way. When I know. he's Fucking fighting them.
1: Maybe they Maybe they were. But remember, the Jedi so, at that point are very, very strong.
2: Yeah. So there's lots Extremely of Jedi. Strong
1: as a group. There's a lot of them.
2: And again, you know, obviously they they, it's it's a part they have a of fucking the movie. Council at the at the time, of course, like in you know, obviously you have better training for that in 99 than you did in 1977 yeah but still if you just want to play it out as a timeline of reality it's pretty good yeah because you know the lightsaber battles in force awakens i mean they're fine but they're not they're more like the uh episodes four through six
1: yeah Yeah. except they're shot way better and they're paced really well and there's the characters are not old men yeah so because like if you go back and watch which i did and I'm, i'm going through the original trilogies right now for fun and um you know, like, Obi-Wan versus Darth Vader is fucking drizzling shits yeah. as a battle. But it's Al Guinness against a tall dude who's, you know, who's mechanical at
2: best. But, like, you know, Wayne Gretzky was a pretty good hockey player when he stepped on the ice when he was, like, six. Well, he was amazing. You know? Yeah. Like, like right away. So it's you know, and it's so it's not unfathomable that someone would just have it. No, I know exactly. And but he wasn't, he wasn't dominating. Then he turned, when he was ten, he was dominating. When he was five, and playing against older kids, he wasn't. He, he could fit in.
1: Yeah, but he wasn't like and scoring three hundred goals in a season.
2: And so Ray, it's like you know these tricks that she's got as a Jedi. Yep. They're great, and you're progressing fast. But it's not like she's some no. fucking advanced Jedi no. master yet.
1: She's, she's just... so upset about it. And, and it, people are it makes really no mad. Sense. Eh? They can't handle it. It's. Here's the problem with these with people is that you know what, this movie, no matter what happens, it doesn't ruin your childhood. Your childhood's in the past, dude, it happened. Whatever happened in your childhood is still there. Those original trilogies still were. The the, the prequels were so fucking bad. They don't ruin the other movies. They ruin the overall storyline, I agree. Yeah. But they don't ruin those movies. You can go back and watch them, though sometimes I watch Darth Vader and I'm like. It's too bad that that guy that they've retconned to having inside that mask is a fucking piece of garbage. You know, I don't even I don't even know how to how to how to <laughs> say what he is without you know being yeah. you know like you know a, a bad guy. But you know what I mean. Like some of it is a little bit ruinsome, but this is not even on the same level.
2: Um No, it's it's absolutely it's not, not. It's not. Oh, I was how say, does she I was jump going. into the
1: falcon and drive it? Well, she lives in a ship. She lives in an old ship. She's a
2: pilot. Yeah, she's a pilot, and she lives it's, it's inside. Only, it's not like she's done nothing. Cruiser. Like, oh, after we we come upon this person who's done nothing in their fucking lives. So all
1: she does is survive.
2: Yeah, like she's probably got a pretty good skill set.
1: Oh, absolutely. I truly believe, though, that this is the 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 one who who becomes the the Jedi the Jedi. But you know, that, mm. and that, things could change.
2: So. um... They did an interview, I, I heard with, with Lucas. Oh, yes. And he's, he's not really happy with what they did with it. No. Which for four million dollars, just shut, or four billion dollars, just shut, shut the fuck up. up. Yeah. But he's, but one of the things he was like, I think, and again, I can't, I don't want to be, I have to read this to make sure he said it this way. Okay. But I think he said something to the effect of like, well, they just made a movie for the fans. <laughs> like, they didn't take risks. They just made a movie for the fans.
1: It's like, yeah, no, I, I'm speechless. Like, first of all, taking risks, please. Like, I guess if George Lucas took risk by making his, uh, prequels really boring, yeah, you took a risk by making, you know, the whole first, like, 20 minutes of Fandom Menace be about a trade blockade. Then yeah, you took a risk by being boring, that doing something that no one gave two shits about.
2: I love to. I don't oh. know what
1: risks he took, though, other than <laughs> being really bad at filmmaking.
2: Um, the other one is complaints where it's like, well, they kind of just rejig the story. They did, and it's like, so fucking what? Why not? It's a great story. It's like, oh, there's a new Death Star.
1: Well, yeah, but it's a planet with a base on it. And yeah, it's just more powerful.
2: I do like though how they kind of uh they kind of just gloss over their plan. Yeah, but it's kind of funny. Like it's 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 there's just like a lot of there's 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 yeah, but it's it's pretty good. Like the the yeah. scene where they're looking at this planet. Yeah. And then they're like, well, uh, it's, uh, it's got shields. And Han's like, take out the shields.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, take well, out the shields. And they're he's like, he's been
2: there before. They're like, and, uh, and then there's, you know, oh, it's, it's a big base. There's gotta be a vulnerability. Find it and take it out. Exactly. And then they're like, okay, here it is. We're gonna take out the shields. And, uh, here we go. And that's it. And well, th-
1: it worked once before. Yeah. Twice before.
2: So let's do it again. And by the way, shame on the Empire or on the First Order. Yeah. Just. To not learn such, such shoddy planning. I know. You know, like, they land on the planet to fucking, uh, when, when Han and Chewie, mm. uh, and, uh, Finn land on the planet. Yep. Yeah. To and fucking, the- to fucking, like, set the bombs and whatever. Yeah. And there's no one. There's no one standing outside the base guarding it. No. They just walk up to the base. <laughs> stupid. And in we go. I know. But, uh, right. yeah. So, uh, but I, I, I do like the little, like, wink, wink about just, yeah, it's. Everything. This is nice Lots and easy. Of you know
1: yeah it's it's great the moments it hits all the right moments i mean right out of the gate luke skywalker has vanished amazing like you're just like oh fucking here we go yeah you knew mark hamill was there but they're filming these movies pretty tight schedules
2: mark hamill by the way who uh, when they run through the credits is second billing it's harrison ford yeah mark hamill second billing from the top ah they've earned it awesome they've earned it yeah. fucking earned it all you the know? old school ones go first of right? of course
1: you, you know it's it's respect respect being paid it's like you know what those stories were great let's kind of copy it let's add some new twists and uh we'll go and when it's luke and you know luke is at the end you just know he's coming you know when she's going to there yeah. it's like she's going to find luke and he turns around and it's fucking luke and you're like fucking grizzled luke amazing and han and chewie you've seen the clip but it's even better in the context of the movie when they find the ship and it's just craziness I love the when when Finn gets behind the guns in the Falcon, yeah. and it's all the old shit, and he's just like, "Let's go!" <laughs> Amazing. They did everything. They did almost everything right. Uh, I could have done without the monsters in Han's uh, freighter. Yeah, I it pushed a plot point forward, but really, you know, what? I wasn't. I don't love all the CGI stuff. Um. I like a little good mix. That was a little too much for me, but other than that, I could live with that. Here's
2: another good thing about this movie. There's not really any character that I hate. No. In fact, I like, like, what's his name? Uh, The fucking uh, pilot.
1: The pilot? Oh, oh, Poe Dameron.
2: Poe Dameron. Awesome.
1: Poe Dameron rules. That guy
2: fucking rules. Finn. Finn, awesome. Ray. awesome. Yep. Like, all the new characters that they introduced. They're great. BB-8, awesome. BB-8, awesome. (laughs) Like... So many good new characters that, yep. that are that are great. Fucking uh Kylo Ren, awesome.
1: Kylo Ren's great. The okay.
2: only one really the only one is the fucking uh the fucking Snoke. Smoke? Snoke. Snoke. We'll Snoke. see. We'll see. We'll see, but like you know, it's like, oh, is that Voldemort?
1: I don't really know. And and I didn't like it was so huge until I realized it was a hologram, and I was like, okay. You know, it's obviously someone compensating, and you know we'll let that one play out. I'm not one hundred percent on that um it's a little again a little too cg you couldn't just have a regular dude as a hologram did you need like this
2: well i guess i want to that's the I, idea like, right I maybe we'll see. we'll see where, where we'll it see leads where to but like that's uh that's a. Uh, I was pretty uh you know pleased with that character i like that again i like the idea that like kylo ren he's not done his training yet
1: and he's fucking so petulant he's not, so he's not perfect he i love how he he throws fits and gets so mad and he loses his temper i love you give me a character that loses his temper his or her temper i'm in (laughs) i am in with when when it's done in in a really good way anakin terrible like just terrible terrible character terribly written terribly acted bad like like a a um franchise killing character but kylo ren does it the right way he all just go like just flips out and all pulls the saber and just starts smashing things and then we don't extrapolate why he's so mad which is great Whereas when it was Anakin, it was like you had to like explore why he's so angry in his terrible voice and his bad acting. <laughs> this way you just, you know, Kylo Ren is fucking pissed and you're like, shit, he means business. But he's also like, I know that he's like, he's like a kid. Yeah. And so it makes it worse because he's unpredictable. Uh-huh. And then it's like, you know, uh, they did it good. They didn't try and, um, they didn't try and trick you. It's like immediately you're like, they're talking about their son and you know it's Kylo Ren. Yeah. You know yeah. that their son has gone bad. There's none of this trickery. Cause you get into trouble with trickery. You can have some, but when you're trying to fake people out at every turn, it's not going to work. It's like wrestling, right? Uh-huh. When you try and do the big, the big turn or, or like fool the fans, most of the time it's not going to work. Just so stick. just let us know and build the, build the excitement through other things that you know, like Han's going to confront him and like what's going to happen. And then he fucking kills him. I almost died. I was like, fuck. It was a great way to write him out. Because you knew Harrison Ford wasn't going to do three fucking movies. <laughs> there was no way. The guy had, is barely paying attention, but man, did he put on a performance.
2: So, I, I who like because Harrison Ford's a big a big death, obviously in Star massive. Wars, massive, obviously like massive. A massive death. But I was looking. I'm like, who would be the biggest death now? Like, do you think? Honestly, like like the one where people would be like, no, because Harrison Ford's the biggest one well, so if far. If Kylo Ren right? kills
1: his mom, that'll be fucking crazy.
2: I was thinking like <laughs> R2. Because he's oh, been in every you fucking movie. Yeah. Yeah. He's been in every movie. Like, that'd yeah. be the one where it's if like you fucking blow. blows up. Yeah. That would yeah, be crazy. That would be, that would I bet you people would be like
1: General Leia. Yeah. If his, if her son kills her, that'd be amazing. Like, crazy. And Luke, of course. Luke would be a big one. Luke would be like a sad kind of finale. Let yeah. See. But who oh, knows? You, you get, there's going to be Luke versus Kylo, and it might happen in the next movie.
2: You think so, eh? You think it's it almost. Kylo? It,
1: I almost feel like it's got to go Kylo, Luke. Luke's defeated. Ray Kylo at the end. Part two. Like, it's it's simple. It's simple booking. <laughs> right? She defeats him. So he kills her new... Because Luke's her new master, right? Her new Jedi trainer.
2: Oh, you, you would think, right? So
1: he's going to be now, training again, if this, her, and, if and this was, Kylo will
2: kill him. If Lucas was doing this movie, her, yeah. then in, in episode eight, you yeah. would spend an hour and a half with Luke contemplating, is he gonna train her? If they yeah. do it right, which they probably will, they'll just, episode eight, they'll probably start scrolling that thing. Luke is training Ray. Of course. You know, he's taking her it on. And, and we'll just go, we won't go over this. Let, what's in Luke's head now?
1: What they should have is they have some battles together. They should have something, but then in the end, he will die. I think you can't do Luke throughout the rest of cause you gotta go new characters. The old characters gotta go. They just do. I mean, you know, like, dudes in their 60s, that's what. That's what's going to happen.
3: Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's well, and those people in their 60s, like, when they make episodes uh, 10, 11, 12. Yes. Which is going to happen. It's not going to be... There's going to be no more Luke. It's going to be no more Luke. No more... No more Leia. Yeah. No more Chewie. No. They got to go. Yeah, they'll be gone.
1: You know, and, and it episode eight's going to be I'm, the sad one, and you got to have the guy die And It's got to be... Yeah. Because remember, this one had the kind of hopeful ending, right? You kinda of had that they defeated, they blew up the Starkiller base. Yeah. And Ray might have defeated Kylo Ren. Oh, she defeated him. She defeated him. She was gonna she was It wasn't a decisive. Again, like because the, part,
2: of the, yeah. the part where I sit there and I'm like I'm like like there's there's something in her though that's a little That fucking that crazy look in her face. I know when she fucking has him done. Yeah. And it's like, is she gonna kill him? Which is not a Jedi thing, right? Maybe
1: there's that. Maybe there's a heel turn afoot.
2: You know, it's just like what what could happen? You you never know. You know what? I've gotta say with these fucking Jedi. Yep. Like if you have Jedi like blood in your system, you should probably get snipped. Yeah. Just end it. Just not not reproduce because it's it's like it's like gremlins like when you have a mogwai yeah just too much potential for trouble just get rid of it like fucking dr- it's like, like oh they luke, just- luke started an academy with jedi oh, and- oh one of them turned of course because they always turn
1: because mm-hmm. the power gets to be too much Yep, the corruption of power right i want to read this email that i got tonight oh uh, yes my dad went to see uh force awakens tonight him and my mom went so uh actually last night because it's now 1206 uh central right. standard time all right we are into january 3rd uh, this was uh, last night then uh when we were doing the po- doing our last podcast yeah. um here's my email I got from him uh the subject is star wars <laughs> saw star wars tonight with mom it was awesome the 3d was very cool
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> something tells me there will be a sequel <laughs> <laughs> My, my, my dad, whose name is Dean, is a Dean. Yeah. And, um, he's a, you know, professor and, uh, he's not a pop culture kind of guy. So he has no clue that they, these movies are already in production. Yeah. And that there's like four movies in four years coming out with like side yeah. movies and he has no idea. He's like, something tells me there'll be a sequel. Fantastic. So dads.
2: Um, just, I don't know if you have any more thoughts on this movie.
1: No, no, I, I have lots, but I, you know, we, we can go on forever, but great movie. I, to- I, two thumbs up. Hard they,
2: thumbs up. They're, oh, yeah. Like, it's easy. Like, I was watching it today. What a fucking awesome movie. This best scene is where the fucking lightsaber goes flying, like, fucking, fucking Kylo Ren is trying to summon Luke's lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. And it flies right past him and into Rey's hand. Yep. Fucking goosebumps. That's, yeah. that's, that's a fucking scene.
1: That's a scene when he's, like, the cool stuff, like him stopping the blaster. The blaster. Amazing. Yeah. Just great stuff.
2: Yeah. All around. So, oh, easily two thumbs up. Like, when, when
1: the Falcon. Is there? You know it's there. And by the we way, we see the trailer
2: such good Falcon chases. Yeah. You know, just like everything, it's like I want to see a Falcon chase through a fucking a fucking mechanical maze. Here's Perfect. the thing,
1: I, I and you know what? Maybe we need to do. I think we need to do some podcasts and and go through the series, maybe, because um, it would be horrifying to go through the prequels. Um, I'm gonna watch Empire again. And I'm gonna decide. Uh, I'm gonna watch Empire and I'm watch Force Awakens again. And I'm gonna make a decision because I'm I'm tight. I love Return of the Jedi because it was the first one I watched when I was six. But I have a feeling like right now I gotta slot in at second best. Yeah. We're gonna see. Because I, I gotta watch Empire again. So, uh maybe that's blasphemous, but but I we, we have to watch it. It's nice to see those um battle scenes again where it's not you know, like like six thousand ships.
2: We're you know, fucking is, tens of thousands of fucking robots against yeah. tens of thousands of clothes. One
1: Jedi standing there. And clones shooting at them from every angle. Jedi, you know that was a funny thing about. Uh, we, we should do a podcast because it's like Episode Two. It's like you got you got you got two Jedi in the middle of the ring battling a hundred clones and fending them off. Like three of them: Anakin, uh, Mace Windu, and fucking Obi Wan. But yet the the Jedi standing there beside Dooku gets fucking shot by Jango Fett out of nowhere and doesn't sense it coming. Mm-hmm. So you got awesome Jedi and shit Jedi, and you got space battles all over the place with mil- hundreds of ships. You can't follow what's going on. I just like a good chase. A couple TIE fighters yep. following the fucking Falcon, you know, while they're desperately trying to fix the hyperdrive. Amazing.
2: Um, my only thought, and, and this is not on the, this movie now, Yeah. but I, I, my last thought when I, when I stopped watching this movie, I was like, okay, so next year yeah. we're going to get the fucking, apparently we're getting the, the one of the first like side star Wars projects. Yes. And it's about stealing the death star plans. It's gonna be great. And I was like, that's gonna be awesome, but. yeah, Is, is Vader in that? Wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't Darth Vader be in that?
1: Yes, uh, he will be, I would think. Cause you can always do Darth Vader.
2: He's fucking masked. He has to be in it. If he you steal from the Empire, he's a main guy. So we're gonna get Darth Vader right next to But now, but now. Yes. So if he is in it, which yep. I'm assuming, which, which one do we get? Do we get Darth Vader that, is in the fucking four, five, and six that it's awesome. Yeah. Or do we get the last Vader no. we see in Episode Three? Yeah. Or, or that's been depicted? You've told me in like cartoons where he's all learning about his fucking new robot body. And yeah. No, like, I mean that's the that's Lego, kids.
1: That's the Lego ones. I think we see badass Darth Vader because you have to. You you can't not. You have to. It's it's the it's the easiest choice in the world to have it not. You have to be old school. Like real Anakin, Darth Vader, not fake Anakin, you know, um, Caden Christensen, because it's just not going to work.
2: All right. So we're going to get the good Vader. Got to get
1: the, got to get the awesome If, Darth if Vader. that,
2: if that's what it is in that movie, it'll be the, greatest, be movie. the greatest movie ever.
1: Oh, I know. Because Darth Vader rules. And I love Kylo Ren. So it's, my house is Star Wars. It's, it's been consumed. So my son is four. He's going to be five in March and, uh, he loves Star Wars. But he's never really seen anything. So we've seen, like, Yoda Chronicles Lego, and he likes them, and we have some of the – he loves Kylo Ren. So he's got the mask, and he's got the saber, and he wears the cloak, and he loves Kylo Ren, and, you know, even though Kylo Ren's such a piece of shit. <laughs> but he loves him. Great, because Kylo Ren's awesome. And, um, you know, so I've been kind of showing him clips here and there. So I'm like, okay, let's see if you – let's see what you think of Darth Vader. So I show him, like, kind of a boring scene, because I don't want to scare him too much, because yeah. Darth Vader – so I show him like kind of, uh, you know, where he chokes the dude out, uh, in A New Hope. Yeah. And, you know, his own guy. And, you know, menaces him. Cause he's, cause the dude fucking disses him hard. Oh yeah. And my son was like, I think I'm not scared of him. He all loves his voice. <laughs> he's all, I like his voice. <laughs> So James Earl, Jones. I was gonna
2: say, I haven't watched a lot of CNN now. Yeah. The yeah. he L- likes it. So Lion King, you know.
1: I, I'm trying to convince to say, you know, like, I'm gonna do like a little, because the Blu-rays have the bookmark option. So I'm just gonna do, let's bookmark some scenes and see how you handle it. It's gonna be great. I can't wait. And this is all his own volition. He just loves Star Wars on his own. I haven't pushed this stuff yeah, on I'm him. I'm sure you haven't
2: influenced him at all there. Well, I mean, a little bit, maybe. Child's but. father. <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know how he learned ghostbusters like what did he crack open a fucking book by himself you know what, one the funny day thing was, was ghostbusters was
1: with my wife she showed him pumpkin dance and he was like what's that song ghostbusters and it was like all right then she showed him scenes he shouldn't have seen like scary monsters i was the one who showed him the real ghostbusters like the cartoon but yeah no it, i'm fostering it it's fun so yeah
2: Got, um let's got,
1: uh let's let's wrap wrap. what's funny
2: is that of, of, we're, we're doing a tv taping here three episodes yes this is the one where we were like well well if we have enough content maybe, maybe we'll just have a short episode we're an hour and a half in
1: i think do you have some music because i got nothing let me oh, see really? I, actually, I got something
2: well if we don't have music who's gonna get to it first
1: uh i think it's gonna be um oh god it's probably gonna be you because i got garbage on here
2: do you oh yeah like the band
1: no i do have
2: garbage the band oh here we go here i got a song go
1: for it <laughs>
2: why not we why talk- not? We're talking AMC. about the album well folks that was uh, one f- you yeah, know we should have played this for everybody before the holidays use your head don't drink and drive so I hope that you haven't and I hope in 2016. If
1: enough people on Twitter didn't tell you not to drink and drive, because you know,
2: if you see anybody with rocks and vials walking around, yep. they're probably bad news.
1: Probably bad news. So
2: you know, it's 2016, people. Stay safe. Wear rubber or don't fuck at all. Yep. And don't even drink. And yep. don't leave the house. Perfect. All right, folks. We will see you
3: in a week when we do next some week. Wrestling. <laughs> She says, baby doll, I want a night of romance So you stop dancing and head from the door Wondering what the night has in store You're thinking a lot, so you walk real slow There's a condom in your wallet, so you're good to go Now condoms are cool, but they're not the reason To step to a girl like it's open season When you check your wallet, the jimmy hat's gone Cause last week they gave it to your best friend, Sean So now you're caught out there with no hat There's clouds in the sky and you're worried about that And acid rain has been a problem this year Need I say more to make my point quite clear? The Denise don't seem to have a care and a You look her up and down, and she's a hell of a girl. Nice hair, nice body, nice skin, nice face, and you're all mixed up when you reach your place. Make your conversation just to entertain, but this girl, Denise, has got sex on the plane in the bedroom, sitting down on the bed. Now just think for a minute and use your head. Think for a minute and use your head.